The big pivot ha happened for me too, where I was like, I want to start helping people. All of a sudden, instead of, because I've been on the online space for about two, three years, and then it was trying to scale physical products or advertise other company products, right? Stuff like that, which is great. You can find freedom in doing that. And there's people making great money. But the, the switch really happened when I was like, I want to move into helping people. I want to move into taking part of myself and experiencing that with somebody else and helping them grow. Welcome to the Superhuman Life. I'm your host, Frank Rich, and this is the only podcast in the world dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. It is our goal with every episode to help you take back control and rebuild your body, mind, and spirit. And we do so by bringing you real and raw conversations with people just like you, aiming to find their place in this world while dealing with the everyday struggles and battles that we all face. Now, it is my belief that we were all created for a specific purpose. And if we can harness that belief or faith, then take control of our mind and body or fitness, then we can ultimately create the life that we've always dreamed about, our own superhuman life. I want to let you know how grateful and blessed I am to have you here with me today. Let's get on to today's show. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode here of The Superhuman Life. I'm your host, as always, Frank Rich, and just incredibly fired up for today's conversation that you guys are going to get a chance uh, to listen to here in a minute. Uh, but first, just wanted to kind of address something and and share maybe a little bit of, of, of my thoughts. Uh, you know, this is kind of off the cuff, unscripted here. And uh, I just think it's important to not stay silent, not sit um, on the outside right now and just really address the the issues that are kind of going on in and around the world. Um, not here to advocate in, in any way, shape or form, um, but I feel it's uh, duty and, and obligation as somebody kind of in the public uh, platform uh, when things are going on in the world just to not bring attention to them, but just not sweep them under the bus. You know, this conversation that you guys are about to embark on, um, it started off in a really unique way. You know, one thing that, that you guys probably know about me is I try to keep the shows and the conversations very free flowing, always coming in with uh, a goal or directive on where I want to lead the conversation based upon doing my research with the guests and just how can I bring the most value to you? Uh, but this episode, due to the timing of it, we recorded this uh, very early Tuesday morning, uh, June 2nd, which was, as you guys know, if you're active on the social media platforms, uh, was the day that the entire world participated uh, in the Blackout Tuesday movement. And the reason why I'm bringing that to light is completely unscripted the first seven or eight minutes or, or so of this conversation um is not talking growth it's not talking development it's not talking fitness it's not talking recovery uh you know many of the conversations and topics that we frequently go to on this podcast because that's where we're trying to to service our community is through value in those specific areas um but but our guest that I'll introduce here here in a minute, I don't think he knew when I started recording and just started to kind of share how he was processing 
what was going on in the world. Uh, uh, he, he talked about how he was kind of handling the situation and going through his thoughts and, and, and how to properly manage his emotions and just the current state of, of the world. So he shared with us uh, what he was doing on Monday. Um, and then we just got back. We just got into a little bit of back and forth dialogue. Uh, but I think the underlying uh, meaning of where we both were, were coming from is, is we can look at, uh, we can look at scripture. We can look at, at God's word, as you guys know here. Um, you know, I, I openly talk about my faith as it's been a huge instrumental part, uh, in my growth, in my recovery. And it's, it's tied into, uh, the mission of the ministry here that, that we have. It's, it's, it's shining God's light into the world and, uh, reminding us all that, everything we need, all of our answers, um, are, are really written in, in one book for us. Um, and you know, the Bible tells us multiple times to, to love thy neighbor as thyself. And, um, you know, I know that that is a very challenging, um, issue to, to face and reality to, to, to face at this time with what feels like so much, so much hate and evil out in the world. But if we could really look inside and, and, and look inside of others and see ourselves in them, um, I think ultimately that is the change that the world needs. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fight right now. There's a war going on in the world, a uh, war between good and evil. Um, and if we can seek the ultimate good, if we can seek the ultimate greatness out there, real wisdom uh, on how we should manage our lives. So, um, so as you guys start, start the podcast out, I just wanted to share with you that, um, there's going to be a hint, you know, there's going to be a few minutes here right at the beginning, uh, where we're talking about some real serious stuff out in the world. And then we get into, you know, the context and, and content of, of today's episode, uh, which ultimately comes down to keeping the promises that, that you make to yourself. This is a consistent theme that I've shared, uh, here on this, uh, podcast and on many of my other media channels. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. So, so you guys have heard me talk about uh, the power of keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Um, but my guest shares a lot of his story, you know, his growth, his his personal development journey that he's been on um, in the last year or so. Um, so, the guest that I have on here today, um, as you hear uh, me mention at the beginning of the show, is super committed to his mission right now. Um, I mean, waking up at 4 a.m. for us to be able to record this podcast because we needed to make it fit into our schedules. Um, he is the creator and host of the Fearless Project podcast. Um, he is a coach, mentor, leader to men. Um, he is a first form uh, ambassador, first form supplement. You guys may be familiar with Andy Frisella out there. Uh, make sure to check them out because they're doing awesome, awesome things. And uh, my guest here is a big part of that movement uh, now and moving forward into the future. Um, so we we talk about you know the struggle, the the kind of the awakening moments in his life that led him down this journey that he's been on right now. He we go into uh, some of the battles that he had uh, with his addiction to pornography and and the role that that played um, in his life. You know going through a divorce, realizing that it was holding him back. Um, but then the power uh, that really comes through a uh, successful rebooter, the power that comes uh, that comes from experiencing 
what in kind of our space is known as NoFap. And we kind of go into detail on the episode on, on kind of what that looks like and what you could uh, expect to experience. Um, if you're somebody that is struggling with pornography right now, I know who you are. Uh, I know what you're going through. And if you could really, you know, lend us your ears towards the second half of the episode, uh, we talk about some of the strategies, we talk about some of the techniques, um, and ultimately we talk about many of the benefits that you'll experience um, almost from a supernatural type of type of level. Um, we kind of get into the genesis of the Superman Life podcast. I don't know if I've really shared with you uh, guys in real, real depth, the meaning behind uh, the show here. So he and I kind of go back and forth and it was cool uh, to kind of have somebody on there that's experienced um, much of what I experienced early last year as I started in, in, in going down this journey. Um, so want to make sure you guys, you guys get to that. Um, so my guest, uh, I, I shared a lot about him. I haven't given you guys his name yet, but we're going to, we're going to do that right now. It is, uh, Vince Snyder, uh, somebody that I got connected to through, through a great coach and, and friend and mentor of mine put us in touch because he just knew that, that there was a lot of synergy between, between Vince and I. So you'll see that you'll hear that you'll feel that kind of in this conversation. Um, just how much, uh, our paths are, are so much in line. And if you guys resonate, uh, with this conversation and you guys resonate with what Vince has to say, I'm going to drop all of his contact information down there below. Um, do me this, do me this favor because I want to support everything that he's doing. And, and, and he showed up early for you guys because he knew, um, that that's what we needed to do to make this happen. So, if you like what he has to say and you want to tap in more to, to Vince's world, I'm going to link up all of his information down in the show notes. Make sure to check him out on Instagram. Make sure to check out his podcast, uh, The Fearless Project. And I'll be, I'll be sure to make sure to let you guys know um, when I go on his podcast because I think we're going to do a, do a swap and I'll be interviewed uh, by Vince at some point here in the very near future. Uh, but ultimately, guys, this this podcast is about taking responsibility for your own life and building the confidence through keeping the promises uh, that you ultimately make to yourself. And then we get into kind of some of the superpowers that you could expect um, and will experience if you can successfully uh, reboot your brain from pornography and go through a successful nofap. So um, if you guys are at the point where that's something that you're uh, think needs to be done, I want to remind you that there's still a few spots open. Uh, within my coaching program, the best way uh, for you guys to, to, to find out kind of how this works um, is follow me on Instagram. It's Instagram uh, at the superhuman Frank. Um, and then there's just, just, just drop me a direct message, slide up in the DMS uh, for you, for you younger folk uh, with that terminology, but just shoot me a DM uh, with the word rebuild. Um, and then you and I will, will, will hop on a call uh, and kind of find out if uh, if the reboot your life coaching program um, is a great fit for you. It's, it's 16 weeks of high level one-on-one -on -one direct coaching. Uh, we walk you through kind of creating a vision for what your life can be without pornography. Um, and then we actively, uh, on a weekly basis, start implementing some habits, routines, rituals, and disciplines, uh, to help you successfully, uh, reboot. So, so that's kind of the high level overview of that. If that's something you guys are interested, like I said, make sure to hit me up on Instagram and we'll set up a time to chat and figure out if that's a right fit for you. But um, we're in the 
kind of third phase of, of this program with a handful of success stories coming in the first, uh, first two rounds. So that's been awesome to experience. And I'm learning more uh, as a coach and learning more about, about how I can service you guys in, in the clients here. So um, this has gone super long, but, but I, I want to get to the episode here. I appreciate you guys. I'm praying for everybody out there in the world right now. Um, if you're directly impacted um, with, with what's going on, um, if, 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 if you're working, uh, you know, on the front lines, uh, pr- protecting us, um, you know, as a, as a first responder, um, police personnel, military personnel, um, we're, we're praying for all of, all of your safety. And, and for those of you that are, that are really feeling the emotional impact of, of kind of the state of, of the world right now, uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you guys, but without further ado, guys, let's hop into the episode. Uh, with my great friend, Vince Snyder, keeping the promises you make to yourself. Yeah, yes, yesterday I actually, uh, I walked a little bit for the first time without listening to music or, or podcasts, cause just because of this whole George Floyd thing, just trying to okay. wrap my head around everything that's been that's been going on and i always try to take it back to um to christ like mm-hmm. i just wish more people knew right like and and there's so much stuff going around of like oh you know all these looters are crazy or you know black lives matter and while it's good to like put out a post on social it's i think a big part is like okay say what you can say as an individual put out your post on social media but what are you going to do now? Like yeah. as an individual, right? Like, and from, especially from Annie Frisella, it was like, as an individual moving forward, you need to be the change. And if collectively we can start treating people with respect, as Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. He said, your neighbor, he didn't say people who you approve of. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to judge because that's up to God. I mean, we're not supposed to judge because we don't know how we start to judge people. We start doing stupid shit. Like, I mean, that's evident everywhere right so it's like you you take that like this is the greatest commandment and this right that's the greatest commandment. love your neighbor as yourself like that is so simple and i like it's one of those things i guess that's the part that just like rips me apart because it's like there's so much crap going on in the world right now with corona and and the george floyd case and it's like man like i know that for for us, it's like, okay, as an individual, you have to do your part, but you want to be able to do more. And how do you do more? Like, I, I don't really want to add to the noise because I'm just gonna, going to be another voice on social media, at least, right? Like well, making, yeah, another long, making another long post is like, okay, like what, what is that going to do for people? Not much. Like I, 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 I let people know where I stand. I think it's horrible. I was, I was physically sick when I saw that video. And I, I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to make it through the the whole thing. I mean, the, the thought of it, I've, you know, this is really the the first conversation I've had, um, you know, in a, not, not, not fully, but in a kind of in a public fashion, like I haven't shared thoughts um, socially. I haven't, um, you know, been involved. I haven't commented on, on other people's things because still wrapping my head around, you know, um, the whole situation. And, and I want to make sure like, if I, if I do put something out there like that, it's, it's actually going to be a value, 
um, mm. to, to audience and people that people that listen to me. Um, yeah. You know, and I think, I think that's kind of where you're getting. It's like, uh, what's the intention behind what you're saying or, or what you're doing? Are you simply just following the herd? Um, because, you know, you're, you want to be active in, in the social world, like in, yeah. so that's, that's never been me. That's, that's, that's not how I've ever, ever yeah. operated. Well, if you start just following the herd, I mean, you, if you follow the herd well enough, it becomes mob mentality. And we've seen in Minneapolis what that does. Yeah. Right. Professional looters or not. Like you get it. You get a group of, of 10 like testosterone, heavy, heavy dudes wanting to, you know, tear shit up. Shit's going to get torn up. Yeah. There's a bunch of them and they're they're feeding off of each other. So, no, for me, like I always walk with music or or a podcast or a book or something. And yesterday mm -hmm. was like the first time, like I took my headphones off and just listened and was just like listening to the birds and just looking up like, God, like what, what, like what, what is actually going on in this world? And then too, like, I've been, it's funny because I watched a video earlier that day talking about like meditation and deep breathing, which I definitely did that next time. I'm like, okay, again, I'm like, I, I have an interview tomorrow morning. I need to get like focused and centered. Like that's the other thing we don't realize is, and I call it giving emotional real estate uh, with social media. It's the worst. We can mm. look, look at somebody's page or look at somebody's post and immediately, you know, our, our mental state is jarred. Right. So for instance, something like this, or even if we can go back to comparing yourself fitness wise, um, I call it giving emotional real estate. Basically, if you would walk down your street and, you know, look at every house you go by and worry about, everybody in that house mm -hmm. are they paying their mortgage are they making their bills by the time you get home you would be so mentally exhausted you wouldn't be able to function well if you wouldn't do that why do you let so many so many things that don't affect your life like on your phone that you can't actually control in your life why do you let that control you so right it's like at the end of the day the only thing that matters is what you do moving forward. How are you being a light to people? How are you making a change in your life and giving an example to other people so they can say, Hey, I got to start getting my shit together. Right. Like it's, it's a, like, it's a very distinct thing that I think not, not enough people make. And I, I did this for the longest time too. I mean, that's why I went into depression. That's why I became a shitty husband, not just because of social media, but very largely, you know, when you start, you know, falling off certain parts of life, you start comparing yourself. Comparison is the thief of all joy. Mm. That slogan is hanging in, in my parents' house. And I, I love it because it's so true. Super, super powerful. And um, this is something we've talked about, you know, on a handful, a handful of episodes, like, um, and, and I'm sure we'll get into this as we start unpacking uh, your story and everything that, 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 that you're doing, but um, that not living in a reactive kind of state you know here we are you know we're recording this you know 8 a.m my time 5 a.m your time which you know i want to acknowledge you here publicly on the podcast because i think it shows a lot about your heart and your willingness to help others inspire and, and have an impact like here's you know here's a gentleman um who is so dedicated to his mission and we're going to get to that here in a minute that we're three hours apart, but we, we had to make this work. You know, we both have busy days. We have packed schedules. So finding a time that, that we could coordinate here, I'm on the East coast and, um, I'm, I'm an early riser. So this kind of stuff, like this is perfect for me. Like yeah, anything I yeah. can knock out before 10 AM. I'm like, that's going to be golden work for me. But, 
um, here you are, man. It's, it's, it's 5 a.m. You know, your, yeah. your time in, uh, you're bright eyed, you know, you're showered, you're clean, you know, you're, you're rocking it. You, you, you carried the first 10 minutes of this podcast, not even, <laughs> not even, you know, where I thought anything was going to go, but I want to leave that in there because I think, um, what we just kind of discussed in a short term shows a lot about who you are, your character and, and kind of everything you're trying to, to bring into the world. But I want to kind of circle back, um, and kind of intro you a little bit and, and kind of talk about, you know, the, the process and journey that's gotten you to, to where you are today, because get me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but a handful of months ago, um, Vincent Snyder, you know, was, was not this same person that I'm, I'm looking at and having a conversation, uh, with today, you know, he, he wouldn't have been up at 5 AM. He, he, he wouldn't be setting the intention during his walk the day leading into a podcast. Um, so, so kind of, kind of take us back, uh, a little bit to, um, you know, some of those, some of those moments you and I, you and I talked last week and, um, you shared quite a bit of, of the transformation and journey that you've been on. So I want to kind of bring, bring the listeners, bring the audience kind of into your world, into your story. And, and, um, and I think in undoing that, uh, we'll, we'll kind of unpack a lot of things that I think can, can help other people. You know, I think one of the most valuable, uh, assets we have as individuals is our story. You know, it, it's truly what makes each one of us, uh, unique in our own right. But at the same time, if we can look into somebody else's journey, if we can look into what somebody else is doing and see parts where they're similar to us, how were they able to get through those triumphs? How were they able to overcome those hurdles? So that's the goal of the podcast. That's, that's the goal with, I know everything that you're doing, but yeah, let's go back. You know, let's, let's go back a few months, year, however, however far you want to take us back, but you know, kind of, kind of walk us through that process. Um, of, of really what's kind of gotten you to the point where you are today with your podcast, with your brand that you're building, with everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, I'll just kind of, kind of let you just kind of lead it, uh, from here and I'll, I'll do my job in, in navigating this, uh, totally. and hopefully, you know, pulling out some, some real value. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So I would say it, it's, it's been longer than a couple months now. We're in, we're in June. We're in June already. It is June already. I know. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so yeah, I would say um, the real, the real, the real transformation, so to say, I guess started last September, October. That was kind of right when uh, I signed divorce papers. So I was I was married quite young, on twenty two. Uh, a very, I guess, from the outside looking in, a, a very normal upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in a family of six kids. I love my siblings. We all get along great. Uh, went to school. Uh, dabbled in and out of college, but then kind of realized that I actually hate studying. Uh, so then I went into carpentry and, okay. and I, I did, I did really like it. It was, it was good. I started my own business, quote unquote, more sole proprietorship. So purchased a job for myself um, and went into finishing and, and through all that met a girl. It was great, but I think, you know, I don't want to talk about the whole divorce too much. Cause that, that could be, you know, a six hour podcast in and of itself. Um, because the real transformation kind of came out of, of, of the end. I can't really own what, you know, what, what happened on, on my wife's side of things. I can only own my actions throughout the mm. marriage. And it was th- the real part that hit me first was, so I had moved out of the house for a couple months. Um, things weren't going well. And, and I was, I was, I was in a very, very dark place. 
and I was listening to a book by by Eckhart Tolle. And now I don't completely agree with everything that Eckhart Tolle talks about. But anyway, I was I was trying to expand my horizons a little bit. And I'm listening to this book. And I'll never forget this moment because I'm listening and he's got this thick British accent while he's while he's reading. And he he says he instructs you. He says, go, go sit on a couch, cross your legs and close your eyes and breathe deeply. And I do that. And he's like, okay, now say out loud the things that are wrong in your life. And I was like, well, my fireplace keeps flipping the breaker and it's turning my lights and my TV off. I can't watch Netflix. And I got to walk across the garage, a cold floor and flip the breaker. This has happened five times. It's driving me nuts. And he comes back on and he's like, if you've done exactly what I told you to do, there is nothing wrong in your life. You're breathing deeply and you're sitting on a couch. And I, I like, I literally, I shot up and was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing? Like, there's like, yes, the situation's horrible. I'm not with my wife right now. I want her back. I know I've messed up, but I can't own her actions that like what she's feeling right now. I can't change that in this moment. I can't change that. So that's where I started to understand, okay, what can Vinny do today? What can Vinny do moving forward to make Vinny better? Now, I still wasn't really into the whole self-development, like getting into fitness and everything. That didn't really happen until I signed divorce papers and started 75 Hard. Um, so 75 Hard, for those, of you, um, for those of your listeners who don't know, is it's a mental toughness program put on by Andy Frisella. Uh, for 75 days straight, you have to drink a gallon of water, take a progress picture, uh, follow a diet, read 10 pages, and I feel like I'm missing something. But anyway, progress it, it picture was, every day. Yeah, there you go. Two, two workouts, right. two workouts. Um, because we talked about 75 hard yeah. way back on I think like episode nine or ten. Guys, go check that out with Ryan Huff living a qualified life. But yeah, yeah it's an intense program. Two work it like, is. I think it's two workouts a day, so, 45 minutes. One, one, one has, has to be, be outside. Yeah, yeah. So you were in Vancouver during the winter. Yeah, okay, doing this. The, and the funny thing is, is uh Andy Frisella has a podcast coming out and he had just been to Vancouver and he's like, yeah, the Vancouver weather is pretty mild. And I was listening to that while I was walking through a foot of snow. I'm like, <laughs> obviously you're not here at this time, man, because it is cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so leading, leading up to this, so you're, um, freshly, you know, freshly divorced young man, um, solopreneur kind of thing, like, like yeah. running his own little kind of, kind of small business, um, not working for somebody else, but not really into fitness. Fitness was fitness a part of, was athletics a part of your life growing up or, you um, know, what? like I was always that athlete that had to work incredibly hard. So like there were, I, I went to a very small private school Uh volleyball was definitely my favorite sport, but you know, I, I had a couple of buddies that were, were very naturally talented and also worked very hard. Mm -hmm. and so they were incredible athletes. Whereas I was, yeah, like I wasn't necessarily gifted. I had to work twice as hard to get up to that caliber. So Got it. Um, I enjoyed sports, but you know, fitness and, and, and I didn't really understand how fitness can change your life because it can, it definitely can. I've experienced that. And that's why I'm, I'm getting into it. I didn't really experience that till I really took it seriously with 75. So before that, I would start a workout program for three weeks, wouldn't see results, and then would eat horribly for a week, right? Just the typical, like I was a typical New Year's resolution right? <laughs> throughout, yeah. the, throughout the whole year, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, with, with 75 hard, the, the, 
the, the funny thing was, is I fell off on, oh, I guess the big thing about that program is if you mess up, you start over. Start on back one, at day one. Yeah. Which is the hardest, right? And, and I fell off on day 57 for not taking a progress picture. So it would have been so easy for me to simply say, to simply take two pictures and not tell anyone. Mm. Right? And I had a ton of people reach out and say like, seriously, like you started over because you didn't take a, a progress picture. And I'm like, you guys don't understand the point of this program. This is not about a physical transformation. This is about mm. you keeping the promises you make to yourself. Mm. And, and, and as, and even as, as a Christian, I have this conversation with a lot of people because I, I firmly believe that, you know, in the words of, of Grant Cardone in his book, um, I believe it's the 10 X rule. He talks about, you know, thanking God in the morning for the blessings that he's been given and then taking massive action on those blessings and coming to the end of the day and saying, here's what I've done with the blessings you've given me. Right. Like, and I was thinking about this the other day too. Do you, do you pray for results or do you pray for God to bless the work? Cause I think very often we pray for the results and we don't actually put in the effort for those results to follow. And then we blame God. It's like, no, no, no. First off, the results that, that God has in, in store for you may not be what you have in mind. Like, that's just the reality. So for a lot of people, when I have this conversation, they're like, oh, you're so intense. You know, you do all this mental toughness. Like, I feel like you're just like punishing yourself. I'm like, well, no, like I've, I've kind of grown it like over this past, you know, it hasn't even really been a year since my real mental transformation has happened, but I have definitely grown into the opinion. And, and for me, it's, hey. God's put this burning fire on my heart. I'm going to do whatever I can, right? Like yesterday I was, I was destroyed by like nine o'clock. Like I was again up at five in the gym, then went to work, then came back, then shot video for two and a half hours, uh, doing all different kinds of workouts for a first form athlete search, like just like nonstop. And then like mm. at the end of the day, like I'm exhausted, but it feels so good to be like, God, thank you for this day. I'm working towards my passion. Like, and, and again, I'm, I, I throw quotes from all these entrepreneurs because I've been on like a, a book reading. Of, oh, through 75 Hard, it's reading 10 pages, right? So yeah. I've read a bunch of books too. One of my favorite entrepreneurs, Bedros Koulian says, um, you want to figure out what your passion is in life? Like if, if all your bills were paid, if everything was taken care of, what would you do for free? Like what would you do if, if all your expenses were covered? And I'm like, I would help change people's lives for fitness. Like it's that simple. If I can look in someone's eyes and be like, dude, I've been where you've been. Like, yeah. I know you're, you're overweight, you're insecure, you want to see a change, you're not happy with where you are. And then to bring them there and see them light up, because it's, it is, it is life changing. And then taking the lessons you learn in fitness, namely delayed gratification, uh, putting in the work, the very simple physical things that you, you can teach yourself through that you, you craft that into your mindset in relationships. Like, I think like there are times where I'm like, God, I, 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 I pray. I'm like, why? So why couldn't I have done this like six months prior to, to when everything went horrible in my relationship? Not saying that would have, would have saved it, but it's like, I I'm the reason why I call my, my podcast, the fearless project is there's a massive part of me that lives in fear mm. going back to the person I, I wasn't proud of. And that was, that was namely when I went through my depression coming out of, like right before, like four months after I moved out of the house. And even as a husband, like I look back and hindsight's 2020, but I look back and I'm like, man, there are so many things I could have done so much better. So, but you know what? 
I, I don't dwell on that too much. I mean, I don't, I don't sit here and, and wallow in self-pity. I just think, Hey, look, should God put another woman in your life? Um, and, sh and should those opportunities come up? Like you need to make sure that you're a better man. So that's what I'm doing today is trying to craft the absolute best version of myself. So when it does come to fitness, when it does come to marriage, when it comes to being part of a church community, like how are you going to be the absolute best version of yourself? Yeah. Incredible. I just, I, I, I just want to kind of highlight a few things that you, you said there. I love your, I love your whole approach and how you um, look at your days and, and how you set your day up in the morning um, in, in your prayer. And, you know, I think I'm, not here to preach. I'm not here, you know, to, to really give prayer advice because I have, I have men in my life that help me. And, and this is something that I'm trying to grow and strengthen in every single day, but it's what I've seen. And, and I was just listening to, to somebody yesterday. I can't, and, and hopefully I, I remember because I want to, I want to give credit where it's, where it's due, but in prayer, in, in, in Christian life, I think so many people like they, they use it when it seems convenient, like when I need it, you know, I'm struggling with this question. I'm struggling with this situation. God, can, can, can you help me here? Can you, can you provide that money we need for, for whatever this emergency is, or can you help me get this job? Can you help me get this promotion? Can you help me lose this weight? And, um, and then when it doesn't come, it's like they point the finger like, God, that's on you. Like, you know, like what's what's going on? And it's like, it's like, yeah. no, it's like you you have to start every day in a state of gratitude, being yes. thankful yes. just for these eyes opening and being able to take that first breath of air in. So, God, thank you for everything that you're giving me today. Thank you for this opportunity to to experience another day. Yeah. Now, where do you need me to go? Where where am I best placed today? And let him speak into you. And then once that's done, put the blinders on and focus every waking minute on getting closer to what you just asked for. Yeah. And then don't end it with that. Circle back at the end of the night and say, yeah. how did I do? You know, yeah, have like that back and forth relationship. And um, you're, and I'm sure you probably get this every day. You, you, you end the day with a place of a sense of accomplishment. Like, yeah, I did so much, but also you find things about errors, holes, gaps in your day uh, yeah. because you're taking that time to actually self-reflect and, and find, okay, where am I, where am I falling short? And it's just a constant continuous. Totally. Growth. Yeah. And I think for me too, like I, I don't want to get into it too much and I don't want people to think that I'm still in this spot, but my, my depression and I, I have such a hard time opening up about this because I know people who, who struggle with depression on, on like the part where they're actually like on medication. And I believe mm. that if you need it, you should, you should take it. Like those are here for us to use for me. I, uh, by the grace of God, I didn't have to go on medication, but I opened up to a couple counselors and uh, close pastor friends of mine that said, yeah, if you explained what you just explained to me to, to somebody, they would have put you on medication very quickly. I was like, oh, well, thank, thank God that I'm, that I am where I am today. You know, I have a beautiful family, a beautiful support system, but it did get to the point when, um, you know, I had, I was moving into my place and I, the first thing I noticed was I looked up at the ceiling and I saw the, um, of course, being in construction, I saw the seams of the drywall. They were, they were, 
they were just taped. So I knew where the joists were. And the first, my first thought, which, which surprised me, like I was so confused, but I was so, just so lost. Like it, it's so hard to even like think back to them because I, like it's so hard to remember, but I, I, I do remember thinking, where am I going to hang the chain? Like I'm done. I, like, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, here, I, here I'm thinking like, this is the love of my life. She's, she's gone. I've completely screwed this up. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't enjoy my, my job anymore. I don't know where I'm going. So, but I wanted, I wanted to say that because when you start talking about gratefulness, like, this is what I also preach. And this is what I really work on. Like when we start talking about morning routines and a lot of people are like, I'm not a morning person. I'm like, well, that's something you're telling yourself. And now you're identifying as someone who's not a morning person. Turn that around. Start saying, I am a morning person waking up 15 minutes earlier and then eventually two hours earlier and keep those first two hours for yourself. But the biggest thing is, is gratitude. Like I started, I started to literally say, as I walked down the stairs, like, God, thank you for my legs. And as I would pee, I'd be like, thank you that I can pee. Like that sounds insane, but you know how much it would suck if you couldn't do that? Like <laughs> simple, simple, simple things. Right. And then what, like now walking outside, it's four o'clock and it's like, the light is just barely make it up. And the birds are so loud and like the sun is rising. It's like, dude, like we're alive. Like we need to be, you know, you need to be grateful to be alive, especially in these times. I mean, with, with COVID and all this stuff going on, it's like, if you're alive and you've been given a day, live in gratefulness, like God is giving you opportunity every day. Yeah. So, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're probably listening on a phone or in your car. So grateful to, to literally have the world yeah. in the palm of your hand, grateful to have a car, realizing that if you are hearing this, you fall in the 1% of the world, 1% of the world. Um, and, and it, it's just frame of reference. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's your perception. It's how you frame things. I love the, the, the labeling piece. This is, um, you know, one of my favorite kind of, it's, it's not a quote, but it's, it's more kind of a, uh, a series of sentences, uh, but it's from Tony Robbins and he's sharing this story of, uh, having a conversation with two people who were previously smokers. They both are trying to kick their tobacco habit. Um, somebody walks into the group and, and offers both of them a cigarette. The first person says, no, I'm no longer a smoker. The second person says, I'm trying to quit. Yeah. Chances are that that person that is trying to quit somewhere in their process, in their journey, they're going to end up relapsing because they're still identifying themselves as a person that's trying to, to quit. So exactly what you're saying, I'm not a morning person. Like you're labeling yourself as somebody that is unable to wake up in the morning. Simply yeah. like you said, if you literally just remove the word, I'm not, and mm -hmm. say, I am a morning person, Mm -hmm. And then, and then don't go from struggling to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning to trying to wake up at four 30. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's 15 the, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing that, that drives me. People are like, well, you know, for a couple of days, like I was up at four 30, but then I couldn't do it. I'm like, well, yeah. Like if th that makes no sense whatsoever, like take it in 15 minute, 15 minute chunks, yeah. right? Like for me, like with 75 hard and this is, I don't, I don't force anyone to do 75 hard because you have to really want it. You mm. have to want to make that transformation. If you do the program right, it will change your life. I'm living proof of that. I just finished phase one. Phase two is coming up. And for me, it was like, I, I, I figured out very quickly, okay, I have to do two workouts a day. And if I try to squeeze those in after work, 
I'm not in bed till like 11. So then I started going to the gym in the mornings. And when I started to realize, I'm like, huh, like I have time to like actually think like when you wake up, roll out of bed, shove some cinnamon toast down your, down your throat, throw a lunch together or don't throw a lunch together and go for fast food again. So you're eating unhealthy, right? Like I, I've done it all. Like I've been there. Right. And then you get to work within 15 minutes of waking up. You are literally one, you're reacting to life, which yep. really sucks. And two, your day is being controlled by somebody else. Already. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's actually kind of, kind of circle back a little bit more. Cause I want to, I want to even narrow in more clear on most people's mornings. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to rub some people the wrong way because, and if this is the case, Hey, maybe that's a warning sign that I should look at actually what's going on. So here's, yeah. here's probably 90% of the people's morning alarm is set. Alarm goes off. Phone is within reach of my hand. So it's very easy for me to reach over or sometimes the phone is probably already in my hand. Cause I know millions of people around the world sleep with a phone in their hand. I don't understand mm -hmm. that. But mm -hmm. so instead of waking up at the time that I told myself I was going to wake up, I go ahead and then I snooze. And maybe I snooze a handful of times, but this goes back to something you talked about early on when you were sharing your first uh, experience with 75 hard. It's like keeping the promises that you made to yourself. And this is something that I've talked a lot about. It's something that probably I know is probably a big mentor of yours is Ed Milet, uh mm -hmm. shares as well. The keys to, to building self-confidence is the, is keeping the promises you make to yourself. So realize this firsthand, if you've told yourself that you're going to wake up at designated time, insert whatever time that is. And when that alarm goes off, your first response and reaction is to hit snooze. You're already 0 for 1 for promises that you made to keep to yourself. Yeah. Now, maybe you lay there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through Facebook, which right now is the worst place you want to spend your time first yeah. thing in the morning because oh, what we awful. talked about at the beginning, it's the social yeah. is just flooded with people with their own certain agendas. It's puts you in a reactive state. So now not only are you owe for one on the promises you made to yourself, but now you're living in a reactive state, which means that other people are in control of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. a place where you're going to be able to show up in gratitude and, and get a lot accomplished. So um, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just super important to really talk about the importance of a keeping that, keeping that initial promise, mm -hmm. um, but then not living in a, in a state of reacting and, and being in control of, of your morning. And, and that takes, I feel having just a series of small things that you can set up, uh, and knock down within the first 10 or 15 yeah, minutes, you, you totally. should have a handful of victories. Yeah, and, absolutely. And when I say victories, I truly mean like, like you have to set things that you're going to do. And then when they're done, say, damn, good job. You just yeah. did this. Amazing. percent, hundred percent. Because then again, you're, you're just, you're reinstigating. You're literally building the block of like, Hey, like I can, I can show up for myself. And when you start doing that, it's like, how can I show up for other people? Right? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing because, and that's, that's why, right. And this is why, like, I would, I would always have this push pull and look back and I still reflect sometimes I'm like, okay, okay, this is interesting, right? Something will happen. I'll be like, if this would have happened in my marriage, I would have lost my mind. But now I'm just breathing. I'm like, okay, like, is this actually affecting me? So when you start to really hammer in the relationship you have with yourself, you start to understand who you are a lot better and you start showing up for other people better too. Because if you, if you can't keep the promises you make to yourself, what makes you think you're going to be able to keep the promises to other people? Right. Mm -hmm. I, and I come back 
I come back to, to the bookshelf. Um, so my, when we were married, my, my wife nagged me about a bookshelf for probably like a year and a half. And I would tell her every weekend, yeah, I'll get it done. Yeah, I'll get it done. Yeah, I'll get it done. Like revolving hamster wheel door. And I think now I'm like, dang it. If I say I'm going to build a bookshelf on Saturday, I will be up till 12 o'clock building a bookshelf on Saturday, but that's what I mean. Right. And you can go into the psychology of relationships there, but for, for any guy and girl, like a big thing in relationship is trust. And, and guys are like, well, it's not like you cheated on her. It's like, no, 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 no. Take a big step back. When you tell somebody you're going to do something and you don't do it, you have just, if you have a big jar of M&Ms and those M&Ms are trust M&Ms, every time you say you're going to do something and you don't follow through, you're taking an M&M out of the jar and it's never going back. Right. So think about it. Like that's, that's some big stuff because then I start looking back. I'm like, wow, how many times did I actually do that? And if you're married now, like just understand if you feel like you're falling off the tracks or, or you are doing that, like there is hope, like you can make this work. But again, why I love fitness and why I love 75 hard, like it's delayed gratification. If you're going to start making a change in your life, it is going to take time and a ton of hard work. Right. So and again, I'm going to circle back quick to this morning thing, because a, a big hack that worked well for me, you talk about having the phone in your bed. So that's one thing. Keep the phone under your bed. You want to, I did that helped really, really well. And this will actually help incredibly well if you're married, because I'm sure your spouse doesn't want to wake up the same time as you if you're getting up super early. Um, I hooked up first off. I put my phone way out of the bedroom downstairs. I, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I put a Bluetooth to a Bluetooth speaker cranked, like as loud as it can go on a song that gets me jacked, like a song. So I wake it up and I'm like, yep, I'm going to the gym. I'm getting this in. And I, so I put it, so I have to get out of my bed to turn off the phone. Now, especially if you're living with someone, you're probably going to do that much quicker. Cause you're like, I don't want to wake them up. Now the big challenge, and I've also fallen into this trap is don't go back into bed after you've gotten out of bed. Cause I've, I've done that too. Like it, it's not like you're going to like, don't now write into me and say, Oh, Vince, I tried this and I went back to bed. I'm like, well, yeah, that's because we just talked about you hitting snooze multiple times. I mean, you can either hit a snooze button or walk down the stairs, turn off your phone and go back to bed. When you get out of bed, get out of bed and mm. get on with your day. Yeah. Have, have things already in place. Like the next, you know, three to five steps, like get up, turn the phone off. What's, what's, the first thing should be you go hydrate. I mean, give you a little bit of actual like well, fitness I, I, fitness I advice with, here. I start with I start with devotions with a glass of water. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah. you're getting your hydration in. Um, yeah, for sure. And yeah, again, for me and and I don't know if everyone listening to this is a Christian either, right? Like I and I, I love how you said too. Like I'm I'm not a preacher, and I have that too. I've had some really good conversations with uh, some people close to heart about my podcast and just my Christianity and how I come through because I don't want it to be like, hey. You know, the only way you can you can make it through life is if you believe exactly what I believe. Yeah, that's um, that's that's right. Not what so we're here. that's not what we're no. here. So I, I want people people to understand. Like I, I, I take that that one uh, that is a mantra. I think everyone should live by: love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. If everybody lived that way, we wouldn't know racism. We wouldn't know poverty. Right? Like if everyone would love, number one thing. Right? And not love, not like rainbows and butterflies, but I'm talking about actually caring about people. Right. So yeah, I think that's, that's really important. So I'm just saying that's for me. And like, if, you, if you're not a Christian or you don't believe, I'm not saying, Hey, you have to get up and start doing devotions. I mean, if, 
if you're looking into exploring that, yeah, there's lots of great resources out there, but you know, start your day by being proactive, not reactive. I think that's, that's the biggest takeaway and starting grateful. Everybody can do that. No matter where you are in life, somebody has it worse. Right. And mm. the big, right. I read, I read Nick Santanastasso's book, Victim to Victor. Yeah. And the, the title of my book is similar. I'm not going to say, cause I don't want anyone to steal it. Um, right. But by him too, right. This is a guy with only one arm. Like he's got one arm and he literally lives in such a state of, of gratitude and thankfulness. You're like, how is this guy doing this? So, and that's where I still tell myself, I'm like, dude, you have legs and arms and like you, you have a digestive system. Like our bodies, another reason I love fitness, like you're literally in a walking experiment, like the stuff you do with your body, you see the results. Like you're like, how can you not be grateful for living in this body that God has given you? Like it is like, you're literally a walking miracle, honestly. And if you start seeing it that way and not puffing your chest out, being like, you, you all should be, you know, lucky to know me, but being like, God, thank you again. Thank you for this body. Thank you for this day. You know, life starts to take a change, but it, t- it takes time. Like that is a muscle you have to work. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Nick. Um, I know, know Nick personally. He, he, I think he's in Vegas now, but um, prior to him kind of really, blowing up and taking off these last few years like he he lived here in tampa and getting to know nick and seeing nick like at the gym like pretty pretty crazy sick gym here in tampa uh powerhouse but nick would be in there like flipping monster truck tires like just see this guy and it's like making you realize like here's this guy you know like like you said you know born with no legs one arm one finger um literally doing things that most people in the gym are scared to even even attempt, you know, flipping a giant giant monster tiger or mon- yeah. monster tire. Uh, not a <laughs> yeah, tiger. Well, Definitely not a tiger. <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, I, I would pay money to see somebody flipping a monster tiger. Yeah, right. Um, no, but and and that's the thing too, right? And that's why people I, I've had people say too, like Vince, when does the self development end? Like, I'm just trying to like the one thing I'll, I'll never forget. Somebody close to me, you know, sat me down and was like, you know, you're so into the self development. Like, when does it end? And I just looked at them. I'm like, when you're six feet under, mm. like it is a day by day process. And okay, let's go. And I always bring this back again, right? I, I try to live my life as, as a follower of Christ, but not, not shoving it down people's throats, but that's so people see me and they're like, there's something different about that dude. I want to know what he's got. So if, if, and let's say faith, let's take it to faith. If you would at some point say, oh man, like I've been working really hard on my devotions. I've been you know, I've been doing this stuff for a long time. I think I'm just going to, you know, let it rest. I'm going to do it three days a week instead of seven days a week. What's going to happen? Your relationship with God is going to suffer. So, and it's the same thing with self. So when people ask me, when does it end? I say never. Every day is an opportunity to get better. And if you get 1% better every day, think about where you're going to be in a year. Yeah. And, and, and just diving into probably one of the greatest principles taught in self-development is the compound effect. So realizing that 1% improvement today, you know, is 1% of where I'm at today. But if I improve 1% every day over the course of a year, then mm-hmm. one year from now, I'm improving 1% on a 365% improved person from, from where I was. So yeah, not only does it never end, but it actually compounds and gets not just easier, but you you begin to get to new levels yeah. um, of of your development. You get to see deeper things of, 
about yourself. This is why I'm a big fan of kind of having a staple of books uh, mm-hmm. that I kind of go back and, and, and reread on a, on a yearly basis because what I'm going to be able to extract, the information, the things that are going to jump out to me are going to be different because I'm at a different state. I'm a completely different person than I was, both from a physiological standpoint, like actually what my body is, is new and different. Uh, but then also just from, you know, my mindset and, and, and what I'm able to, what I'm able to, to actually do. Um, I want to take a slight, a slight pivot here. Um, this has been awesome, awesome stuff that we're, we're dropping here so much for people to, to really kind of marinate on and, and, and hopefully bring some clarity to, to their life. But you've, you've talked about the podcast here, the fearless project a handful mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, you know, one of, one of your missions is, is to help people breaking through with their barriers and really not just step into their fear, but actually harness yeah. your fear. This is something you talk about a lot. Yeah. So, so talk about what you mean when you say harnessing your fear and then how were you able to, to step into a place where fear no longer controlled you, but you're able to use it uh, to, to your advantage? Yeah, for sure. So, so as, so as you said, and in my intro episode, I say it too, like fear has this ability to either, you know, stop us from doing something, but it also is, is kind of a big red flag that comes up in our mind. And we're like, okay, like I'm either going to do this or I'm not. And if I, we start to make up the story in our head, well, if I do this, this, and this, and this, and this might happen, but it's like, well, what, what happens if you would harness that and be like, I'm going to do this anyway and act on it. Right. So I, I want people to understand, like, look, fear is it's an emotion that you feel often. But instead of just reacting and being like, I'm not doing it. How do you harness it and move forward in your life and, and use it? And I think especially, you know, in business, in relationships, in fitness. Right. Um, so for me, it's it's yeah, it's, it's helping people understand that you not stepping into that, you're going to live a life of regret. And that's one of my, you know, biggest fears is going on my deathbed and being like, I wish I did this and this and this. And, and right now I feel like that's not going to happen. Um, just because I'm so focused and so energized on, on my mission, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. is, is on a broad spectrum of things, right? The podcast is really just providing value to people and being like, Hey, look, this is where I was. Here's where I am. I want to help you get to where I am. Uh, fitness, you know, helping people, really transform their body and transform their mind through that. And those are, those are kind of the the two big main things. So yeah, the fearless project as it evolves is, is really just helping people look at life a little bit differently than the way they might be looking at it now to help them gradually move along that way. Um, But even starting that podcast, I was so scared. Like I had that first episode recorded for probably like a month and I didn't release it just because I was like, well, what will people say? And you know what? Like, if somebody comes up to me more than three times and before they say, I got value out of your podcast, they say, Hey, can I just give you some criticism? I just ask the question like, Hey, are you getting value out of the podcast? They're like, eh. I'm like, if you're not getting out of the value of the podcast, don't listen to it. I won't be offended. Mm-hmm. It's not for you, but my message is for a large group of people, right? I live in a community where um, a, a lot of people will, will say like, Oh, well, that's just common sense. It's like, you, you know what the crazy thing is? And we're seeing this around the world common sense. You don't come across it very often. So if I can somehow reach more people, you know, and, and help them think a little clearer, then, then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. 
I never, I never got that common sense. Like, yeah, I know. I, I haven't met a, I haven't met a person, and I'm sure they're out there, but they're not the ones that I'm gonna bring on the podcast or even really want to associate with. But when I ask somebody, like, what's your goal in life? I just want to be kind of common. Like, I, I yeah, so I never really, I never yeah. really, never really, yeah. really, totally, really got that. So, um, I want to, I want to, I want to maybe push it a little bit here because, um. You know, I, I, I love, I love the message. I love, I love what you're saying, but if we could just go maybe a tad bit deeper here. So, um, you know, a large portion of my audience, you know, like I've, I've been in the fitness space, um, for over a decade, I've been, you know, online building a business and in the community for, for a handful of years. So we're talking to an audience that, that maybe is not beginning in fitness. You know, these guys Ah. are, um, you know, they're, they're already along, along their journey. Um, I have a lot of guys that are kind of in the intermediate to advanced level that do follow me. That's kind of been my niche in the muscle building space was more of an intermediate level, not just helping guys just get started. But let's say there's a guy out there, um, use bodybuilding for, you know, bodybuilding was, was a big part of my life. So say I got a guy out there early thirties, um, got a great job you know, happy in what he's doing. There's a part of his life that he feels fulfilled in. He's been an athlete. He's been somebody that's active, built a little bit of muscle. I'm going to get really, really narrow in, in, in who I want you to try to help right now. Um, so he's got, you know, he's got his family. He's got his, he's got his business. He's a gym rat. So he's an active guy, four days a week in the gym. Guy you see, you know, comfortable at the beach with a shirt off, great looking physique. But he's like, I know that there's more for me in, in fitness here. Uh, maybe it's a show, maybe it's, you know, a a cover model shooter or whatever. His fear though, is that by him making the commitment to, to taking his fitness to the next level is that his family or that his business is going to suffer because you only have so much of, of you. So if I'm going to give more of my energy somewhere else, I'm fearful that something is going to lose it. I'm going to either lose the connect with my family. I'm going to maybe lose that, uh, that level of, uh, success that I've had at work. So how would this guy harness that fear that he's facing, um, in, in understanding that he can combine all, because I know that's a lot of what you do. It's helping people bridge their, their fitness, their, their, their mindset, their, their business. So bringing this all into life, but this guy, cause he's got a part, what he feels is under control with mm-hmm. his life. But now he's mm-hmm. like, I, I want to take this part to the next level, but I'm fearful that if I do this, all of this other stuff is going to suffer. So how right. would, how would we walk this guy through and harnessing that fear to realize that it can all cohesively work together? Well, I, I would start by sitting him down and taking one step back. And, and again, it, it sounds so cliche because of the Simon Sinek, but, but I would say, why, like, why mm-hmm. do you want to take one step further? Right. Like I I have a vision. I have a very specific vision that I read to myself every morning. And so I I would sit him down and be like, okay, let's look at the next five years of your life and what you really want to accomplish. And if this is if this is in that spot, then that's what you have to work towards. And I'm not going to tell you to say, okay, um, well, I really I really need to do this show or I I need to get more intense in the gym. So therefore, I'm just going to spend less time with my wife and kids. That's not the conversation you have. It's like, hey, look, babe, I love you. Uh, I feel passionate about this. How can we work this out together? The worst thing you can do when it comes to a marriage and relationship 
And I know I always say, you know, take advice from a practitioner. I'm, I'm a single guy right now and I'm giving marriage advice, but I also know what not to do. So there's, there's something to be said there. Um, you know, communication is key. So if it's something that's, that's big on your heart, that's something you got to open up with your spouse about. And not only that, don't come at it from only your perspective. This was a great piece I took away from Ed Milet and um, Matthew Hussey. Um, don't only come into, when it comes to your relationship, you can't only say, I really want to start this business. I want to do this fitness thing. You know, how can we make this work for me? Sit down your loved one, that person who is your soulmate and say, hey, I'm really passionate about this. But you know what we haven't talked about recently is what you're really passionate about. How can we make both these things work? Because then you're, you're letting them know that you have stuff you want to work towards. And if you're fulfilling your potential as a human being and moving into that, you should be, you know, again, working towards being the best version of yourself. So you can also show up for those you love, but also making sure that your spouse is being heard and being like, look, like you're not just there to, to wash my towels and come to my shows. Like you are my life partner, right? Like these, these people in our lives, like, and people don't understand this. And this is also why I really try to reach the younger generation. Your, your marriage and your partner is going to be the biggest decision you make in your life, like the most important. So, but circling back to, to how, what this guy might be struggling with again, I would say, take some time, figure out what it is you really want in the next five years. And if this fitness competition or whatever it is, this bit business isn't to serve in some way or to help other people the big pivot ha happened for me too where i was like i want to start helping people all of a sudden instead of because i've been on the online space for about two three years and then it was trying to scale physical products or advertise other companies products right stuff like that which is great you can find freedom in doing that and there's people making great money but the the switch really happened when i was like i want to move into helping people mm. i want to move into taking part of myself and experiencing that with somebody else and helping them grow. Now, I'm not saying that you getting into a fitness competition won't do that. I mean, for, for instance, you might be inspiring other people to get into the industry and you might be able to coach them, right? There's so many ways to go about it. But if you come at it from a point where oh, I feel like I'm not living up to my potential and I, you know, I feel so exhausted already, how can I pull more out of the tank? Well, you know, tie yourself to why you're actually doing it. And if it, if you know, your, your top two reasons are, I actually want to help people with it that's where I think you can maybe take a chunk out of another piece of your life where you're not helping people and replace it with this and then therefore move forward in that light and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, dude, that's so, so good there. I mean, I, I ultimately think that, that that process of understanding the why and how does it fit into the bigger picture is ultimately the, I don't want to say it's a solution to every problem, but if, if you're having difficulty, like making a decision between two things, go back to this exercise. If you're having a decision, really figuring out like, what do I need to be focusing on during the day? If you have a decision on actually, what am I trying to do with my physique? It's, it's actually taking the time to go through that process. And this is not 10 minutes. Let me figure out my why. No, this is like, oh, a, no, no, this no. is a very thorough detailed, you know, this is something that I, you know, in, in, in my, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching program, we spend weeks at the beginning on this topic. Okay. Mm. You want to quit porn and you have it yet. Why? Because yeah. until we yeah. know actually what your life looks like without totally. porn in it, 
We're never going to be able to build the system to get you there. So you have to understand what does my life look like? And it's not leaner. It's not more muscle. It's not having a business. It's not being in a relationship. It's not anything that is vague. If it's leaner, actually, I want to lose 20 pounds and be X percent body fat. If it's muscle, I want to build 15 pounds of muscle by X date. If it's start a family relationship, it's I want to find, you know, the woman that if you're a Christian that God created for me and build this family and, and serve the community and impact, but it's, but it's getting very, very clear on exactly what that life looks like in the future. And then it's a process of reverse engineering. Um, and, and just like, you know, just like we've shared, like if something matters that much to you, that's a part of the life that you're trying to build, you'll find a way to fit it into your schedule. Because I can guarantee if we really looked at your schedule, there's hours in your day uh, that are not being optimized and utilized to actually move you forward to becoming the person uh, that you could potentially, potentially be. Totally. I know. And I mean, and that's just it, right? Especially, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned porn, like when we start getting into addictions, um, I mean, addictions can go from from porn to alcohol to to eating. Yeah, um, those are the first things you got to nip in the bud. And I think um, the reason why for a lot of people it's so hard to quit is again it's that identity. Because um, mm. every time, and and I'll just I'll be very open and frank. Like I I really struggled with porn coming out of my marriage. Like I was I was I was hooked pretty pretty deep. And again, that's that's where the the depression ensued. Um, and that also comes from, you know, you feel so guilty when you're, when, when you're, when you look at porn, right. It's nobody feels good about themselves when they're done. Um, there's a lot of physiological and scientific, you know, knowledge to back that. But for me, it really started to change where I'm like, okay, like what kind of a human being do I want to be? You know, I want to have a beautiful family. I want to have a beautiful wife. Do I want to have to have the conversation with her that, you know, I'm, I'm hooked on this, this horrible addiction that really just defames women. So again, tying yourself to that, the best version of yourself is a great way of doing that. So overcoming those addictions anyway, like I'm like in, in, in one year from now, I'm, I'm not smoking. I'm yeah. For me, again, I wrote down 185 pounds under 10% body fat. Right. I weighed in at 189 the other day. I was pretty excited about that. (laughs) Um, so, and again, right. I'm, I, I do want to get into, um, the, the porn addiction thing too, because that's something very close to my heart that I, I want to help as many people get out of, because when you do come out of that, it's incredible what happens. So, um, I shared with you also, uh, one of my favorite quotes from a book from Napoleon Hill, where he mentions, if man would spend half as much time focused on his actual passion that he does on how much time he focuses on sex, mm. humankind would not know poverty. And that is like, wow. Right. So moving, moving out of that. Right. So I was, again, I was, I was very hooked. It was a very dark time in my life, but moving out of that, I started, I learned through a life coach of mine, actually, that, you know, if, if you can actually harness the power, God has given men this, this incredible energy, uh, let's call it vault, that if you just keep that energy in there for literally two to three weeks, you're going to start noticing change in your energy levels, your, your output in life. So, and if you can, if you cannot masturbate or orgasm for at least 90 days, 
you will feel superhuman, which is why I love, I love, love, love. I'm assuming that's why you named your podcast that. What 100%. It, it, I mean, there's, there's a handful of, of reasons and, and I'm so glad that, that this is where we went. Cause we haven't talked a lot of, about this on, on this podcast. I mean, we're, you know, 30 plus episodes in, um, and this 100% is something that, that I did experience and just circling back to, you know, how, how God created us. So, so speaking, you know, speaking to the Christian men out there, like if you are a believer and you believe that God, a created the world, but then created uh, man and woman in his likeness. So think about mm-hmm. that. The greatest creation in the world or the greatest creation in the universe is the world that we're currently living in. So that means that the God that created you created the earth. And if he created you in your likeness, he gave you that same creative power and that same creative juice. I'm going to, I'm going to, for lack of a better, (laughs) lack of a better, better word there. And, And when we talk about creation, uh, you know, I think the greatest creation that humans can do together is the creation of another human. That's one way to, to use our creative force. But if if we're not using, if we're not focused on, on creating humans, we still have that creative juice in our body. What can we use that for? Well, if you're, if you're watching porn, masturbating every single day, realizing that every single time you, you masturbate, you release, you're releasing your creative energy if you're able to harness that, like you said, for 60, 90 days, 120 days, God, go years, uh, all that creative energy and power is going to live inside of you. And if you can yeah. direct it on creating something like a podcast, on creating content, on creating coaching programs, on creating businesses, whatever God has placed on your heart to create and you give it all, uh, Dude, it, it, it opens up yeah. this, this, this limitless potential. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's, there's definitely an underlying totally. uh, reason behind, behind the Superhuman Life podcast. To- totally. And I, I kind of want to unpack that too. And for those of you who are listening who, who maybe aren't Christian, maybe have grown up in, in this idea. The, the problem is, is I believe that sex was created first and foremost for creation, as you mentioned, right? To reproduce and sec and the pleasure is a great side product. The world has completely twisted those two things around. Now sex is about pleasure. It's about, Mm. it's about, you know, notches in a belt. It's about how many girls or guys have you slept with? And then if somebody gets pregnant, it's like, Oh, what a horrible thing to happen. It's like, well, yeah, because you're supposed to wait for the right person, have sex with that one person because it is an exchange of energies it is a very, very deep connection. And you're supposed to have that with one person. So when you start to, to unpack that and understand, okay, like save it for one person. Now we start to go into the scientific part. When a man releases, you are losing the energy equivalent of giving half a pint of blood. When, mm-hmm. I, go give, when I go give blood for them to bring to the hospital, you know what they tell me to do? Go sit down and eat some juice and cookies and don't leave for half an hour. Yeah. So- like you might have this big vision for your life, but if the one little hole is a porn addiction, no wonder you're not getting anything done because you know, nobody has to tell you, but you're going to go sit down on the couch and be like, why am I so tired? Why do I feel so guilty? Well, it's because of that. So again, and, and I, I, I found this in my life, right? Like, so I, my, my life coach told me, okay, we're going to do this. Like you're going to do what they call no fat for, for, for 90 days, you're going to, you're going to find that day in your phone. You're going to write it in. And by the time you hit that day, 
your life is going to be transformed. And it, it, it is right. I'm no, I'm not saying if you, if you stop masturbating, all of a sudden you're going to get all this money or the, you know, the right person is going to come into your life, but you're going to start moving into your passion. You're going to start being able to move through life with such focus. And a big thing too, you are going to be a lot more confident because let's be honest, when you're looking at porn, you feel like for lack of a better term, shit. Like it's, it's hard to look somebody in the eyes. It's hard to shake somebody's hand. Right. And it's just, we need to start. And I, I can't stand like, even amongst Christian circles, like the way we talk about women, sometimes it's like, guys, like they are such incredibly beautiful creatures that were put here on this earth to be your life partner. Mm. Like let's start treating them with respect and, and see how we can change the world that way. Right. You have that with the whole me too movement as well. Like, and I say this because I had a woman in my life that I didn't treat well enough, right? Like I was addicted before my marriage and then out of my marriage, but those, those psychological connections you make in your mind to when you're fantasizing about another woman, like it takes a very long time to get rid of those, right? I think NoFap really helps because I can't, I can't remember the last time I looked at porn and I even hearing myself say that, I'm just like, thank you, God. Um, right, so it's just like, start seeing women as beautiful human beings that are there to be a life partner, as opposed to this object, like these pickup artists. I know I'm getting passionate because I actually get angry about this. Like when you start talking about seducing, right? So you got these guys who don't know how to talk to women and then they go to a dating coach that teaches them how to seduce. Okay. So now you're working, you're trying to trick a woman psychologically. Are you going to want to have to do that for the rest of your life? <laughs> Here's the best piece of advice I've got from a dating book. Choose someone who chooses you, right? If you're going to move into your passion, into your purpose, chances are you're going to attract the right people into your life. And it's going to be a very organic experience where it's like, hey, we're on the same wavelength. Let's make this happen. Not like, what's the first two things I should say to this really hot girl at the bar so I can try sleep with her. And then you're going to want to have to live the rest of your life trying to trick her into liking you. That, that sounds like a lot of like horrible work to me. So again, I, I really believe that we have to start viewing relationships and women differently. And in doing that and in moving forward, I think, again, it circles all the way back to the beginning of our conversation. It starts with the individual. It's a very slow process. But once we get that first pebble rolling from the top of the mountain, the avalanche is going to come and it's going to be a beautiful roar. Yeah. And, and just, just to tie bow to tie bow on all that, you know, you, you talked about the, the no fat process and the journey and, and transformation that men can experience and how you'll step into a higher level of confidence about yourself. And it just ties into a consistent theme that we've uh, gone to handful of times in this episode, that confidence is built by keeping the promises that you made to yourself. So if you make a true commitment, men, I'm calling you today. If you're hearing this episode and anything that Vince or myself has shared on this podcast has resonated with you, if you're hearing this and looking yourself in the mirror right now and it's time to come to face-to-face with yourself and realize that if you're participating, if you're frequently viewing porn, masturbating, et cetera, et cetera, once a day, once a week, once a month, whatever the case may be, wherever you're currently at, if you're, if you're ready to acknowledge and admit that that habit, that uh, participation is holding you back from truly stepping into your greatness. If you could commit to a 90-day process, 
just no fat for, for 90 days and truly make the commitment. Start with getting up at a designated time. Boom, check, check it off. Start with implementing a small little morning routine, a handful of things that you know that you can accomplish every single day. And then add that on top of making the true commitment for 90 days, you will not view porn masturbate. If you can make that commitment this week while you're hearing this, just, just do it for 90 days and then circle back to me and send me a message, email, reach out to Vince in three months from now. Um, and if your life is not changed, if it is not transformed and you've truly committed to this, I don't know what we'll do, but we'll figure something out because yeah, uh, maybe I misled you. But if you truly commit and you truly, truly commit to the steps and, and what we're talking about here, um, I can 100% with certainty guarantee that not only will your life change, but you'll step into a higher level of confidence. You'll step into a greater purpose of calling for who you are, for who God created you to be. And ultimately, you can change your life and impact and create your own superhuman life, which is kind of ties, ties to the theme of the show here. So it's awesome, dude, this, this is amazing. I want to just, I want to just wrap up here with a few kind of just call them rapid fire. There's kind of just a handful of questions we like sure. to talk, talk with every guest. So, um, you know, we've talked a lot about, about development. You know, I think this, uh, I think this, this conversation has been, uh, just filled with nuggets. Um, we've quoted a handful of authors, speakers, other podcast people, um, but in this journey, you know, this, this sh- just shy of a year process of, of growth and development, um, if you had to pick, you know, a single book or the top three books that have ultimately transformed and, and changed your life, you can see that books are a big part. We, we talk about mm-hmm. it a lot on, on, on the show here. And um, we have a whole page dedicated for you guys out there. It's at the superhumanlifepodcast.com forward slash books. Um, just kind of some of my top top picks in handful of different categories that we discuss here. But for a few events, going back to, to the question. So, you know, top book or top three books that, that had an impact on your life in this, in this journey. Um, well, again, I always circle back to my faith. So it was really getting back to my morning devotion. So I would have to say starting, it would be the Bible. I mean, okay. I think sometimes people don't see that as a self-development book, but there's some pretty good stuff in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Mm. Um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. He talks specifically about how you can fight fear. And and again, fear happens in between the ears. It's a very, it's a very, it's a massive mental barrier that we struggle with. So that's definitely one of my favorites. I, I'll probably read that one again. Do you have and the audio of that or do you, uh, did you read it? I, I, I read it. I read it. Okay. I, if you're going to do it again, check the audio out. Um, because what the narrator has done is he actually reads Napoleon and the devil in two different voices. That um, sounds amazing. Cause, uh, then my next one would have to be can't hurt me by David Goggins because Goggins gets somebody else reads the book and then yeah. interviews Goggins. Like it's a podcast and it's so good. I mean, there again, right. The reason why I also like underdog stories is, um, another great person I look up to is the iron cowboy, James Lawrence who did 50 Ironmans. Yeah. Redefine impossible, right? Yep. 50 Ironmans, 50 days, 50 States. And people are like, that's insane. You hear about that guy's mental battle he had and how he was able to just pull. So read uh, for me, I would start with reading stories of people that have risen from the ashes, right? A guy like Nick Santanastasso, people that had every reason to quit and they didn't. Mm. Right. So, and good biographies too, right? Like shoe dog by Phil Knight. So seeing how Nike was made, like there, there are some parts in that book. I was like, Whoa. Right. Like in him too. He had that point where he's like, should I continue building this business, which is now a multi-billion dollar brand? Or do I do I quit and go back to accounting? <laughs> but the thing is, is is everybody does, you know, unpack yeah. 
any true success story, any real greatness, anybody that's doing anything that is ultimately impacting other people's lives, small or big, there was a mm. process of them having to overcome challenges. So I agree 100%. Biographies and stories, you know, from, you know, from the bottom to, to the top, like, because in doing that, you're going to see consistencies in other people's stories that resonate so deeply with who you are. That's why we do the podcast in the fashion that we are. Trust me. I know a lot of people, uh, very successful people, very successful, multiple seven, eight figure, nine figure earners. I could have a podcast where all we did is come on and talk about real strategies, whether it's building muscle, losing fat, building a business, generating wealth, building income, whatever. We could just talk on strategies, but I feel it's the process, it's the journey that the person mm-hmm. went through to get there that those real practical tips and advice is going to be able to extract yeah. it from. Instead it's, of just coming on saying, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. It's like, hey, meet Vince. Vince went from here to here. Here's the process that he went through. And the, mm-hmm. the, the awesome thing is, is the do this, do this, do this is littered all throughout his story, but it's in a more digestible way that people can feel like they're a part of. So totally. And, and that's, I mean, it's such a cliche and people, I always, I joke with some close friends when they start complaining, I'll, I'll, I'll message them in all caps and I'll be, it's all about the journey and then put a, you know, a smiley face in there. Cause it's such a cliche and it's like, okay, stop saying that. But it is so true because like, I'm at the point where I like, I enjoy the grind. And to be honest, like if, even if I was making six figures right now and I could quit my day job, like I would still be enjoying the grind because I have a massive vision, right? So get to that point where you can enjoy the grind instead of coming to a Friday, like still coming to a Friday and being like, thank goodness it's the weekend. I don't have to work on my side project. If that's, if that's what you're feeling, then you're misaligned somewhere. So again, you can get to the point where you're enjoying the grind and then read up on people who have been at that, that breaking point where it's like, Hey, you know, if I, if I, if I get bought out by this company, I wouldn't have to work another day in my life. But the real guys, like like a guy like Tom Bilyeu or Andy Frisella, right? Like guys that like Tom Bilyeu sold his company, but Andy Frisella has got multiple uh, nine figure offers for his company. He's like, I'm not doing that. Look at what we're building. Look at what mm-hmm. we're doing. Right. So, so guys like that, like, look, like go, go follow those dudes and be like, okay, like I got to start moving into this kind of a mindset. So. Yeah. But at, at, at the same time, I want to, I, those people are great, but follow, you know, follow Vince. Follow, <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Because, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because here's, because here's why, you know, I, I, I think for a lot of us, yeah, it's, it's amazing to have, you know, these, these, these models of success on, on where we want to be. But a lot of times seeing that can be hard to connect the dots from where I'm at to where I want to potentially get to. So mm-hmm. in your journey, in your process, just look for that person that's only a few steps ahead of you because they're totally. going to be able to closely uh, resonate with you and help you guide you through that process. Yeah, have so the big true. dream. That's like the Andy Frisilla, the Tom Bilyeu, the Ed Milets. That's like my five-year vision that I got written down and I keep it safe and I kind of go back and I, yeah, and I look yeah. at it, you know, on a quarterly basis or monthly basis, totally. but it's like the, the daily schedule, the daily tasks, that's where guys like you and me come in because we're, we can closely uh, relate to, to the audience, to the people listening, because Absolutely. We're, we're going through everything that you guys are going through right now. Like I don't have, yeah. all the answers. I don't have any answers to be, to be no. honest with you. No. Um, but 
I'm loaded with fear, but I stepped into it and yeah. I really enjoy doing this. Uh, and it seems people like to listen to it. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that, that's so incredible. Uh, yeah. at, at I just, and, there. and I, I definitely want to, want to step, want to step into and just acknowledge you in, in saying that. And also your mission. I, I absolutely love this. I think we connected immediately, yeah. um, obviously through, through a mutual friend, but I, I absolutely love what you're doing with this project and just, just helping men come out of porn because it's not, I know that's one part of it, but it's a big passion part of mine. It's not an easy thing to talk about. Nobody wants to come into, you know, a group of guys and be like, Hey, are you struggling with lust? Like it's not the first thing that comes on your mind, but the reality is, is statistically, and I'm kind of kicking myself cause I wanted to look up some statistics, but um, you know, I would, I would say at least eight, eight out of 10 or nine out of, out of every 10 guys at least looked at it. Right. And, and you know, I would say, you know, even more are hooked on it. So um, it's, it's something that I think can be defeated, but it, it, again, it starts with the individual and it starts with, I think guys like yourself and guys like myself opening up about how we've overcome it and that Mm -hmm. there is right. So to anybody listening, who's struggling with it, understand there is a way out. What, what you, the conversation you're having with yourself right now is I suck. I can't do this. It's not possible, but there's two guys here. You know, you, you've heard our fire, you've heard our passion we've moved into it. And, and a big part of that is overcoming porn, right? And I think so many guys get addicted to it because we do have to release that energy, but we don't have the knowledge as to why we have to. So, well, we chronically masturbate because we also, sometimes we don't know any better, but if all of a sudden you understand by harnessing that energy, you can have a, a very fulfilled life and move into an incredible, you know, future. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. So I just want to acknowledge you as well. Um, I hope I'm, I'm hoping to get you on my podcast as well soon. Cause I think that, um, our conversations will be able to bless a lot of people. No, absolutely, bro. We'll definitely, we'll definitely make sure to, to, to make that happen. So I appreciate that, man. I appreciate, um, your openness, your vulnerability, your willingness to show up at 5.00 AM, <laughs> uh, bright eyed, ready to rock, ready to roll. Um, I know we, I know we had an incredible impact on people's lives today. So I just told people to go follow you. Uh, where can they find you? So on Instagram, it's Vince.F.Snyder and that's S N Y D E R. Uh, the podcast link is going to be in my bio. Okay. And I'm working right now on creating a Facebook group as well. I knew that after this conversation, I'm going to assume that there may even be a small group of guys that really want help coming out of addiction. So I want to create a, a closed group of, of guys that it's a safe place where we can open up and be like, this is what I'm struggling with. This is how I'm getting through it because you know, it's, it's one thing to do it individually, but if you can have good accountability partners, that's one thing that's really helped me too. Um, if you need an accountability partner, I would find somebody you're not close with who can stick to a schedule because when you're with buddies, sometimes I don't take it seriously. It's like, yeah, I slipped. Oh, pat on the back. It's okay. Whereas I, I have somebody who I don't know that well, but is very confident in what I'm trying to get over. And he'll call me. And if I slip, he'll be like, dude, what are you doing? And you yep. need that as much as again, that's what you're scared of. That's good. Lean into it. You got to mm. lean into this. This is a fear. There's a fear of how hard it's going to be to quit this addiction. Trust me. It's an incredible thing. So awesome. And yeah, just, 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 just seconding that guys. Um, you probably didn't get to where you're at on your, on your own. You know, there was people that influenced you, traumatic events, uh, friends that introduced things, um, realize that you don't need to be in the recovery alone. And, and it's actually going to make the process that much 
uh, easier and smoother by having somebody in, in your corner, whether it's accountability partner, accountability software, looking at a coach, getting involved in a group, uh, just having people that have your best interest, but also know what's going on because you're, if you're, if you're living with the secret right now, I know the feeling of the guilt, shame and anxiety built up in that in order to break that you got to start by no longer holding a secret uh, to yourself and, and to others. I think that's a big part yeah, of the yeah. recovery. So if there's anything I can do Vince to, to help with supporting that group, with growing that group. Um, absolutely. You no, know, just, just we'll, we'll be in touch. Absolutely. absolutely. We'll be in touch. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll do it. Awesome. I know you got a, I know you got a big, big day planned ahead of you. Want to acknowledge you and thank you again. And as we bring it, uh, bring it to a close here, I have, I have a question that I kind of ask every guest. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about the mission of the podcast and I think you kind of know why, you know, we, we talked about it here briefly, uh, part of the creation of the title, the superhuman life. But ultimately I do believe, uh, that we were all created for a very specific purpose. And when we can harness the physical presence or the physical being that we were, um, you know, granted to experience this life in, um, we can ultimately create our, our own superhuman life. So, um, just in your own words, like how would, how would Vince, uh, sum up living a superhuman life. Oh, for, for Vince. Yeah. For myself. Uh, one remembering that when I, when I start stepping away from my relationship with God, my, my life will start falling apart in ways I don't actually understand. And it only comes back when I, when I reestablish that relationship with Christ. And secondly, putting together a very specific vision and then working towards it. Like today is your last day on earth. There's nothing better. Last night, I really had that feeling. I laid in bed. I was so sore first day back in the gym. I'm, I'm still kind of dying, but, um, you know, shot a bunch of video moving towards trying to get sponsored as an athlete. Like I've never had more fire in my belly and now I'm going to a nine to five, right? Like I still have to work. So, but I'm, I'm going to that job with passion because I know that that's, you know, it's putting bread on the table. So, you know, for a lot of people, you might feel lost. So sit down, put together a vision. What do you want your life to look like? Who, like I have it down to the type of woman I want to marry, how many kids I want to have, where I want to be living, you know, the kind of impact I'm having on men and our church community and, you know, the local church camp, all that stuff. Get so dialed in that you don't have, you don't have time to be distracted. Distraction is the only luxury of the poor. That's another great quote from Dan Locke that I have in my kitchen. Get, get a hundred percent dialed in and above all else, like I said at the beginning, love your neighbor as yourself. The only way we're going to change this world and live a life full of purpose is hugging that person next to you. I don't care if they're black, what their sexual orientation is. If they're not the same color as you, we were all created in the image and likeness of God. Like it doesn't matter who you are, start loving on people and do that to your fullest potential. Amen, brother. God, God bless you. And, and God bless everybody listening to this. Uh, we just thank you again for being a part of the show, being a part of this community. Um, I couldn't have, I couldn't have summed it up any, any better myself there. So you know, I think, I think what Vince had to share on this podcast, hopefully reached you, hopefully resonated with you. If this is your first time listening to the Superhuman Life, I just want to thank you for, for allowing us to be a part of your day. Um, if you're looking for a way to support the show 
and help us grow, uh, two things you can do to help us here. The first one is whatever platform you're out there listening to on, just leave us a five-star rating and written review. But most importantly, guys, if there's somebody in your life that you know needs to hear either this message from Vince or any of the shows that we've recorded uh, up to date, um, if you could just share this podcast with them, that's the only way that we're going to continue to grow um, and impact and reach more people. So um, keep the promises you made to yourself. Have a vision of the life that you want to create. Work every day relentlessly on pursuing that vision and love your neighbor. Yeah. So for Frank Rich, Vince, and for, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and for myself, Vince, thank you guys so much. I'm, I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Frank. This has been an absolute pleasure. This, I get up, I get up at four o'clock if I had to, I don't care. All right, brother. We're going to make it, we're going to make it happen for your show soon. So uh, awesome. we love you guys. God bless you all. And we'll see you next week.